0: All it was, mm,
1: it is, and the Ford Cortina was a great car. I had one of them too. Um,
0: Mark Five, um, I was a Mark Four. Ooh, Ooh Mark Four, I was, I was like the Mark Three, and I had a soft spot for the Mark Three but with his boomerang steering wheel. They look like, yeah, they,
1: they look so antiquated now, don't they? They're like so old fashioned now compared to the cars we have of today, which are now pretty sleek and don't tend to break down very much compared yeah. to them.
0: I don't know. I'm having problems with me bus at this moment in time, but Will that's another you, thing. Move on. My, my Sierra had a constant oil leak on it. Well, oh, that was just typical for Ford though, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, oh, wake up and you look under the car, you see that little pool of black under the car. I thought, oh, not again. No, my car's upset. I, I used to I used to have to drive round to the booth with a little, little can of oil and top up every couple of hours. Nightmare times. But now, the new generation of vehicles now, that doesn't happen anymore.
0: Don't Energy go. podcast,
1: Tales of the Taxi and unexpected Happenings. I've got a tale. I've got a tale from the taxi. This is weird, this. this is a... Now, I used to do a lot of night shifts, like literally all through the night between six and six. And between three and five, I used to always call it the Twilight Zone because you pick up some absolute nutty characters.
0: I, yeah. Yeah, I know where you're coming from with this one. I mean real wackos. They do say that between three and four is actually the witching hour, so I don't know whether they all get possessed by this time. I don't know what it is, I just call it, you know, because it, it comes at 3am and
1: and the whole place was quiet and then you'd get a call to a house and some thing would appear at the front door. And this one day I p- picked up this bloke, he come to the front door of us, his house got in the car and um, sat next to me in the front and his face was about an inch from my face and he just stared at me and i said literally he was like literally an inch from my face
0: he was obviously very interested in your voice well
1: he was just he didn't speak he spoke his destination but then didn't say anything else and do you know do you remember a group called sparks
0: years ago in the 70s you keep forgetting that I, I was born in the 70s 75 glorious year well there was a keyboard player in sparks
1: who played the keyboards he had a little little tash and, and black hair swept back and he never ever smiled this bloke looked like dim just
0: never ever smiled, and he just stared at me literally his face so right gross. now there's people going on google Typing in Sparks and having a look yeah. for this player, just so they can get an image of what this guy looks like. Look for the keyboard, play as Sparks, and this this is the this. He looked like
1: the fellow who got in my my car, and he told me his destination, and then, not another word. And his face was literally an inch from my face, staring at me, just staring at me. All the way. All the way. All the way. How far was the destination? It was. It, it felt like it was thirty miles. It was five five miles. It was, and I, I did it within. Six seven minutes. That time of the day, you get around quick. You go through red lights. Yeah, uh, I did actually. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Because he was like, he's freaking me out. <laughs> and uh he got to his destination, paid me okay, got out. But just a weird experience, a weird weird
0: experience. You see, for me, strange happenings is more kind of spooky happenings. Now I've I've seen this a few times now up here. There's a lovely little coastal town called Ainsdale, which is up the road from where we live. Five minutes away. Where this podcast is made. Um, and it was a foggy evening, one night, heavy fog. But I was driving down the road, obviously a slow pace, you know, because you obviously don't know what's going to walk out. Full beam on. And yet I nearly had to swerve because a figure walked out across the road. Mm. And yet there was no one there. Really? Really, <laughs> a figure walked past me on the road. Walked out to cross the road, and as I stopped, obviously to let the person pass, there was nobody there. It wow. was just a shadow crossing the road. A ghost. I'm I'm convinced of it, mate. I really was, and I tell you what. I'm now that freaked me out. And then there was one time going to Manchester Airport, driving down the motorway before I had a dash cam. Because I was gutted about this. And as I went down the motorway on down the M56, there, just the, the light caught the back seat of my bus. And it looked like there was a figure sitting on the back seat of my bus. Ah! And again, I had to get on the phone to my wife and tell her straight away oh. what I'd just seen because you, you had to do like a little double take of like. Was I seeing things? But oh, mate, the hairs on my eyes right now. Standing, I was freaked oh, out. Yeah. Do you know what? So that used to that was
1: <laughs> that used to like sometimes I was driving along the road at nights and thinking, imagine if if someone just popped up now <laughs> from the back seat, just popped up. He used to like, yeah, that's that's freaky.
0: That that is freaky. Some, it, it, honestly, mate, it freaked me out. all the way to Manchester Airport. When I got there, I literally had to run into the garage, get myself a quick Costa or chocolate and search the bus just to be on the same side that nobody was in there but oh mate it was bad that is freaky that is freaky tale of mine
1: from this is from way back now into the 1990s this is before mobile phones were out really Um, we used to get a lot of jobs to phone boxes Lots of them. I never thought. Now, if I got a job now, to well, I wouldn't have but on Uber. But when I was on on the base companies, if I got a job to a phone box now, I would be very wary about picking it up. Very wary indeed. But back in the nineties, phone box jobs were common, and you went to phone boxes, pick people up, and off you went. One night again, this is the Twilight Zone again. One night, about three o'clock in the morning, I get a call to a phone box, and at the phone box is a very nice young girl standing there. Gets in. Hello. Oh, we're going into, into the city centre. Yeah, no problem. A bit late, like, but never mind. So we got to start moving away. Oh, by the way, we're picking up um, my friend just down the road. Okay, so we get down the road, half a mile, stop here, and this thing appeared on the side of the road. This half-dead, half-starved, smelly, trampy drug addict gets in the car.
0: I, I, I think you've described that really well. Probably not exactly politically correct, but you've described it well. She was quite nice and well-dressed.
1: He, I thought, well, what's, what's the situation here? Then he goes, you know, and then he gets in, and we're going
0: into the city centre. You don't even know where Scouse is. You've really got to stop doing that Scouse accent.
1: I mean, he's going into the we go, We're starting to go down the road. Goes into, goes into like, an area of Liverpool, which is, at the time, was a bit of a no-go. It was talk stuff. And we go into this tox- into Toxteth. Now Toxteth is lovely now. Toxteth is great now. You know, go there all the time. Multicultural. Now. It's lovely, yeah. Back back in the 90s, though, it was not quite,
0: it was multicultural, but it wasn't quite safe. Um, oh, no, so, no, 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 no. I mean, you literally, you had to have riot gear on if you were going through. Yeah. And even then, if you had riot gear on, you still weren't safe. Three o'clock in the morning. So we drive into Toxteth.
1: He directs me to this back alleyway off Granby Street. And I'm thinking to them, it's now, Grammy Street it was then a no-go. Not now. And um, basically, there are these four big blokes waiting in this alleyway. And they come to the car. And they say to this thing in the back of the car, have you got me money? And he goes, eh, 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 eh. he looks to me and goes, hey, mate. Can you lend me fifty quid? And I go no. Of I, course, because you're a good Samaritan. Yeah. That's the right way to use. I go. No. no, I said. Listen, you got to pay me for this trip and get out. He went. Next minute, one of these huge men comes to the car, trying to get me. Now they think I'm with him. I'm with him together. We're together working together. Right, I looked at this guy and said, listen, I am just a cab driver. He goes, no, 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 no. no. You owe me money. He owes me money. So you owe me money. And literally, like, I'm starting to, like, my heart is now flapping away. He wants to try and get get in the car to get me out of the car to, obviously, to take my car. Because I think he was going to take my car, some kind of, like, payment. Payment. Yeah. So I just suddenly, like... (laughs) It's like it was like the Sweeney.
0: Did you did you go all jukes of hazard on me? I did.
1: I basically put the car into reverse. I drove as fast as I could out the out the um, the alleyway, back onto the main road. This lad, I just he gets out the car to try and confront the guy. I drove I leave him there. The girl in the back of the car's going stop, 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 it's me fella, it's me fella. And I'm like, I'm not stopping now. So I get back away. She's screaming at me to stop the car. I stopped the car. I said, are you going to get out? No, I can't get out. I can't get out because he'll beat me up. So being a good Samaritan, I kept her in the car, took her back to where I got her from. My legs were like trembling. He's running behind me trying to get back in the car. I I left him there. I drove away, got got her back to where, where we started from. Obviously, no money changed hands. She got out the car, slammed the car door, called me all the names under the sun for leaving her boyfriend to get beaten to death. Okay, a bit brutal. It was horrendous. It was the scariest time. And it's like, and at the time we were on radios, and I knew at that time other cars were nowhere near me. So if I called in, I, I, if I requested in, I used to call that code red. If I if I'd have threw a code red in, nobody would have came. Literally nobody would have
0: came. Yeah, I've always wanted to know if that would ever happen, you see. I think I think I think it happened once in me where one of the operators hit the panic button by accident, right. and it was quite funny because obviously there was about four of us that all came hailing round the corner. It was it was like, it was like something of the wacky races: four taxis, a, a bus, you know, a Mondeo, and like two Astra's come hailing round, and nothing we, was we, there. We look like you know the 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 taxi version of the police, and as we get there, they go. Mm. Sorry, we hit the wrong button. Oh God! Well, I before they even put the message out to say, "Don't bother
1: coming," it's just an When when I worked on, on on computers and for the very very big taxi company in Liverpool Delta, when I worked for them, that panic button was going off literally every day, every single day, it'd go off, and you'd, you'd race round to the scene of the crime, and normally it was something really really petty. It was something like. The driver didn't like the look of the customer or one, the worst one I went to, the silliest one I went to is because the driver didn't have change. So and the person said, why haven't you got change? So he just pressed his panic button for that. It was so ridiculous. And we all t- literally 10 cars turned up. Ready to like to, to, to ready for for action, and the driver just said, "Oh, they haven't got, they haven't I haven't got changed. So so in the end, one of the lads just
0: gave the driver a piece of his mind. See, I'll just change. I'll change the subject here for just a little sec. So it's not, so not tales of a taxi driver, but I'll go. I'll go tales of a courier driver. Okay, because yeah. when I used to work at a firm called Lynx, who were like a delivery firm that went all around the northwest. Mm. Um, I think they've been taken over by UPS now. Mm. Um. I was obviously doing the Liverpool run, that was my run, North Liverpool, and one day I'm obviously delivering to a house, uh, and there's obviously two lots of stuff that I've got to get, so it's like a, a, a two big parcels that I've got to take into the house, obviously I couldn't carry them in both hands, so it was like, take one, I'll come back and get the other one. Now, as you do, as a courier driver, you should always look at your surroundings, are you safe? Is it going to be fine there? It, you know, can you leave the back door open yeah. while you're at this person's house? Mm-hmm. So, you know, nice little driveway, you know. So, you know, walked up the driveway, dropped off the first parcel. <clears throat> Came back again, and I heard a little bit of a rustling sound coming from the back of my wagon. Right. So a seven and a half ton truck, a little bit of a rustling sound. The parcel that I've got is on the back of the wagon. And I look in, and there... Can only be described as some gentleman having a little rummage through um. the back of my wagon? So I did what any good person would do. And I just took the parcel, closed the back door, locked the back door, gave the parcel to the person. I said, could you please sign here for me, please? Which he did. I then got in to all the yeah banging going on the side of the door. Looked for the biggest road with all the speed bumps that I could find. Mm -hmm. And went over every single speed bump at about 40 mile an hour in this wagon. Excellent. You should have heard the bangs getting louder and louder. Until I actually got to Lane Police Station. Backed the wagon up to the doors. And gave a little knock. And went, excuse me, I think there's somebody in the back of my wagon. The coppers couldn't believe it when they opened the back door and saw this guy looking like a complete mess, being bounced about everywhere, going, the driver's an idiot, I want to sue him.
1: Ah, sue him for for, what? He's he's broke
0: into the back of your your wagon and he's trying to steal parcels from the back. Yeah, basically I went like that and said, I have not gone over any speed bumps, so I've brought them straight to you. Yeah, Was was he all bruised and battered, was he? Of course he was bruised and battered. Excellent. Don't you call that rough justice? Oh, I know, I just call that poetic. Yeah. It's, po- it's poetic. Beautiful. Just, it really
1: Beautiful. Now,
0: getting back to strange happenings. Yeah. Have you ever, in your life as a taxi driver, when you've been out at nighttime, mm. do you ever look up at the stars thinking to yourself, you're going to see something one night? Um, no. You've never looked up to the stars to actually sort like see if you're going to see a UFO flying over or anything like that? I've looked at the stars and said, God help me. I've done that a few times. <laughs> That's why you've done that Diary of yeah, Divorce Man. the Diary of Divorce Man. Diary of Divorce Man. That's how they all started. Check it out on Spotify. Yeah, check it out on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> it's on there now. And all good, and all good podcasting stations. Yeah. No, so you've never ever looked I see, I'm one of these big believers in... Obviously in the paranormal. Yeah. And also in the fact that there's life out there. And I can't help myself. I am literally there looking in the sky at night sometimes looking for alien life. Hmm because there was an incident that happened to me when I was a young boy at six years of age when I lived lived in Rainford.
1: Oh, right, okay. Now, Rainford is quite rural, isn't
0: it? Very rural. My my mum and dad had a pub up in Rainford called the Junction. Junction. Yeah, I know it. And uh, there was a strange, like, disc figure in the sky with lights around it, you know, and we all came out, didn't make a sound, nothing and that thing took off like a bullet. And I'm not talking about a helicopter, it wasn't a plane, I mean, but this thing was just went in a straight line, zip, gone. Wow. So I'm always, ever since that day, I am a firm believer in aliens, and I like to look for aliens. And if anybody, taxi drivers out there, have actually seen anything in the sky, please give us a comment just to make sure that I'm not the one who's only going crazy. Do
1: you know what? I did see once, no, it wasn't an alien, but I was going down a country lane, and a deer ran right across the front of the car.
0: That's, that's freaky enough.
1: With antlers on it. Now, I have seen days in northern Scotland before, but not in the northwest of England and not running across a road literally with it. It was like literally run right in front of me. It had to break at break hard. If not, I would have hit it and it ran right across the front of the car. It would have made a great you know, piece on the front Oof. of the car, though. It would have made a mess of the car. But. I just saw the big antlers on it. I thought, wow. And it it was in an area which there's no deer around that area. So I don't know where
0: where it strayed from or where it came from. You see, I remember one night up here in Formby that I was driving down the road one day going to Formby Hall Golf Club. Yeah. And it's on obviously it's on a back road, isn't it? It's on a back road where you have to go down. It's a bit of a bumpy road. Yeah. Very bumpy road, actually. Very bumpy road. But we have a lot of fields around here where there's a lot of stables. So obviously horses were in the field. Mm. Well, they were this night... Because they were galloping down the road from Formby Hall Golf Club towards the taxi as I was driving down, Uh-oh. so I literally had to break in the middle of the road as these horses just galloped past me, and I've got somebody waving at me as if to say, "Stop them!" What do you mean? I'm not yeah. getting on to. I'm not no, getting on to stop no, them.
1: Because no. horses are quite timid, aren't they? So if they, if they would, if they bolted. They, they, they would run all over the car. Hey.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to go out and look at an eight-foot horse as it rears its hooves up to me and tries to boot me What? No, no no chance of that. Not doing it.
1: No chance of that. No no chance of that happening whatsoever. That is not good at all. Um, I once had a bloke. I was in Liverpool City Centre at three o'clock in the morning, and this bloke decided he was going to uh, run over my car. Um, I was in a big, long queue of cars coming down City Centre Street, Hanover Street, right in the city centre. And this bloke decided that, for a laugh, he was going to run over my car. And he did. And he put his foot right through my windscreen of my car. I thought, this car... I thought, what have I... It was one of them times when you think, like, in the same week, I had a suspension issue. I had a clutch gone. In the same week... And also, were you I, driving a Sierra? Uh, I was not driving. What was I driving then? I was driving. I was driving a Vectra, a Vauxhall Vectra, oh. in them days. And I had, or, had already had a flat tyre to start of the week. And then I had the clutch it was going. And also, on Vectras then, they used to have like an air fold, an, an air fold, no, a manifold air filter, like a little thing on it. Now that went, and it used to go regular. The car go in limp mode. And literally it wouldn't get above fifty miles an hour. And that went on it as well. So I had a, a week from hell. And then Saturday night, got all that fixed. And I thought, right, let's get let's let's get going now. Let's let's make some money. Let's have a good a good night. And like about half past twelve it was, just before the rush, this guy comes out, walks looks at me, smiles at me, I thought and then starts to do a run up. And he ran on the bonnet and put his foot through the windscreen. His foot was like basically on my chest. And um Got did, foot. Did, did you say nice pair of shoes? Um, I, I was going to bite his shoes, going bite his head off, actually. But and then he just pulled his foot away from my face and then ran over the top of the car, down the other side, and ran away. Obviously, police were called and uh, they tried to track him. Never tracked him down. I Don't know where he disappeared to. But you know, did you give him a description of the shoe? Yeah, uh, I, 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 I gave him a description of, of the underside of his shoe and it's a it's a size 10 Nike it, with with uh <laughs> oh, it's just like so. i have to get auto windscreens out like i'm, I'm sitting there on the side of the road and i thought oh,
0: god what have i done <laughs> I, i've never had these kind of experiences yeah
1: it's weird really weird experience
0: is it happening anything, anything like happened on Uber yet? You know what I mean. That's, that's- no, get course oh
1: God Touch wood. Um The only thing with Uber, the only thing Uber which worries me, and I've said this before on previous podcasts, is that pukers the only thing on Uber is that that's the only problem I have with Uber is and and Uber will pay for soilage charge. So if someone puked up in the car, I'll just send them off the evidence and a receipt from a validator, and then they would reimburse me the cost of it, which is quite good.
0: I had somebody one time, and I don't know why this happened to me, I I borrowed a a hackney cab one time, because my bus was being Mm. in for repair, and somebody just decided that they flagged me down, got in one door and got out the other door and went, thanks very much, and just just kept on going. I went, you, That's weird, isn't it, that? That that is a bit bit weird. I I was like. uh, Just for a laugh. You know, where you go, and I thought to myself, oh, I can't believe that happened to me. Yeah, that,
1: that's weird, isn't it, to do that? Well, just did, just, 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 that? just flag me down. The, the, the more I live, the more I think how After, Afternoon,
0: sh- straight out the other yeah, door again. Yeah,
1: it's odd. The more I live, I realise just how strange people are.
0: Just how odd odd oh, some the, people the, 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 are. There's a, few, there's a few odd ones and strange ones out there. Oh, speaking of few and odd strange people, mm-hmm. I've got to say this. Happy birthday to me daughter. It's a birthday in so like two days. Happy so, birthday. Victoria, happy birthday. I love you, darling. And I know I've just said you're odd and strange, but you are. So, I do love you, but happy birthday happy birthday Victoria for two
1: days time yeah yeah, so she's here. this
0: one, she? 23 years of age. 20.
1: And you're a granddad you a granddad, a as, granddad well. as well. He's a granddad at, at um, 45. Two
0: little Freya and
1: Hallie. Well, there you go, eh? Hey. My two hey. little granddaughters. Fantastic, eh? Hey. Fantastic. Well, that's it from the Energy Taxi podcast for this one. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Spotify. Check us out on all the socials. Uh, we're everywhere. We are everywhere and growing. So thank you if you've listened to the podcast in the past. The, it is growing, which is fantastic. And um, keep listening. Our next podcast coming up to... to towards the end of April. And then, of course, when lockdown is completely finished, we are going to be bigger and better than ever before.
0: And don't forget as well, folks, that you can also check out Gary's uh, single podcast that he's making by himself at this moment in time, Diary of a... (laughs) Divorce Man, and part two, Tales of a Frustrated Man, will be coming out probably later on this month as well. Check that out as well. Check it out. It's coming out. It's coming out. Tales. But no, thank, thank you very much for listening. And if you've had any kind of weird, spooky kind of instances yourself, let us know. I would like to start putting pins in a map and find out where these places are. Thank you. Oh, and look, listen, Now we haven't even
1: got outro music. Here's the outro music. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.